Welcome to Badass Body Workers. We are an empowering community of inspirational female body workers who help you overcome the fears, excuses, doubts, blocks, and obstacles in your way so you can create the prosperous business and fulfilling career that you deserve. Join me and my powerhouse colleagues to learn the secrets to success that you never learned in school so that you can thrive rather than just survive in the spa and wellness industry. We appreciate your support by subscribing and pushing play. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Today we are joined by our amazing member of Badass Body Workers, Ms. Christabeth Ingold. And today we're going to be talking about Akashic Records. And I'm super excited about this topic because it's a uh, Honestly, it's very rare that I get a guest on the show that does something that I am completely unfamiliar with or have not dipped my toes into in the past decade. And I'm starting to get more involved in spirituality and learning how to create my own routine and everything. And I came across Krista Beth and I'm like, whoa, this sounds really interesting. What is an Akashic record and how can I learn and, and grow from this experience? And it's been, it's been really fun over the past week, uh, speaking to you, Krista Beth, about learning about this because it's brand new to me. And it's such, it's such a, um, such a concept that many of us are unfamiliar with. And I wanted to, you know, dive deep in this episode with you about it to explain a little bit more about what Akasha is and your background in it and what got you into it. So I'll let you do a brief intro so our members can get to know you a little bit better and we can dive right in and talk about this amazing topic today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It has been so awesome to just connect with you a bunch recently. I've been loving our conversations like a ton. And so hello, everybody. My name is Krista Beth Ingold. I am an LMT, but I'm also a channel and a cosmic mother <laughs> and just like lover all around. And so I do offer these really beautiful, literally mind, body, spirit, um, integrated Modality. So one of them is the Akashic Records. So I do Akashic Record readings and training, and that's what we'll get into today a bit more. I also offer astrology readings, and I weave in the Akashic with that. So I call them Astro Akashic Astrology Readings. And um, I'm an energy worker. I'm a holistic massage therapist. My specialty for body work is Hawaiian Lomi Lomi. I love that stuff. It's so like juicy <laughs> for mind, body, spirit. and oily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you like coconut oil? Because that's what we're using. <laughs> and I'm also an intuitive card reader. So I offer all these various modalities and services to meet you exactly what you need and where you're at in that moment. Um, whatever clarity it is, whether it's like clearing the body in different ways, clearing the spirit, mind, energy in different ways, um, offering affirmation, healing, understanding, grounding, whatever all the it is that you need. All, everything, all of it, yeah. All the spiritual goods. You really yes. are like a little bright ray of sunshine. I just, oh, I just love talking Aww. to you. And before we hit record on the podcast, you actually drew a card for me. And uh, what was it that, was it the sisterhood card? Or is, I know that there was a bunch of um, sisters dancing in the card. I want to make sure I got it right. But it it, seemed, yeah. it was pretty spot on for me. So it's the seven, seven star sisters and it's birthing creations, tapestry of life and expression. So all of the beautiful sisters coming together here on badass body workers. Right. And there's so many ways yeah. for us to express ourselves. And I think we kind of get stuck in the rut of doing just like one thing or thinking that um, I, for example, I preach a lot about having a niche. I do not say only have one niche. 
you know, I think it's really important to learn about the things that fill your soul and give you purpose and that you want to learn about. And just like you, Krista Beth, I am an, you know, I'm a um, all-encompassing therapist <laughs> as well. I am not as well-versed in energy work yet as many people, but that's something that I'm starting to really dive into now that I've transitioned my life and I have time to work on myself. So it's been such a great journey, like le learning how to navigate that realm for myself, because I've just been stuck in my physical body for like the past decade. And there's like a saying, right? Um, we are spiritual beings trapped in a human body. And I'm just now starting to tap into that spiritual side of myself. And it's, it's been pretty eye opening. And of course, I had a reading with you uh, a couple of days ago. And, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect. Y'all, I went into yeah. it with an open mind. Um, I thought to myself, the worst that can happen is I just feel super relaxed and in a meditative state. But throughout the process, while we were going through it, um, and of course, I know each person's experience is completely different. I was like, whoa, I just kept peeling back the onion layers or you helped me, uh, the records helped me peel back the onion layers. And I was journaling about everything and it provided me a lot of clarity with some things that I may want to do going forward. And it's, that was just such a lovely experience for me. But for our listeners who were like, okay, but what the fuck is it? What is, <laughs> what is Akasha? Like, what is the root word? Like, what does it mean? Where does it come from? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm like, ah, I have always so much I want to share and say with this, but what I, what's really important to know is that um, taking a real step back that across literally all of human history and time and belief systems and um, rituals and religion and all sorts of ways that people have always tapped into the cosmos and the earth and energy around us. That the, different, we are, the different realms, <laughs> different, all the different realms. Yeah. Is that like, even if we take the word Akasha out of it for a second here, in the ethers around us, in the energy around us, there is the imprint, um, an energetic imprint of the whole history of the universe and the whole history of our own soul's stories and journeys that we can tap into. And it's our birthright to do that, that we can just access this energy and information. And it's part of us. It's not separate from us. So there's that big overarching um, piece there. So when we come to Akasha, Akasha itself is known as a field, like an energetic field or plane, and it translates from ancient Sanskrit into many things, like we can't pin pinpoint one word, right? But usually you hear as like ether, sky. I like to think about one of my favorite ones is like unseen storage space in the sky. But this idea that there, it's just, it's like the fifth element, right? Air, earth, I think I wrote down on our first chat, uh, it was like cloud storage. Yeah, like, yeah, like cloud storage <laughs> for your energetic imprint is exactly. what I wrote down. It's like the perfect explanation. It's like our own little like iCloud storage or cloud storage. Yes. Absolutely. And, yeah. and going like going back to the card you pulled for me before we started, that was from the Starseed deck. And we just, yeah. you know, mentioned how Akasha has a lot of ethereal elements and the cosmos. And I've been really interested lately, um, a, a little bit off topic, but I've been going down a YouTube rabbit hole, learning about the exoplanets and different universes. And my mind is just, it's fucking blown. It, yeah. it is blown. Like there's so much beyond our realm. It is just, oh, it, it's crazy. So I really, um, yeah. and you also had mentioned that Akash, Akashic records is like embodying your soul's wisdom as well. And during my reading, I was, I mean, this happened, I mean, yeah, I, I was 
peeling back the onion layers based on the info that you were channeling back to me. And it really helped me um, embody my own soul's wisdom because the answers are always inside of us, right? They're always oh inside of us. We just, yeah. we need a little help getting them out. And that definitely helped me yeah. through that process as well. Yeah. yeah, it's so beautiful and interesting because the Akashic records, right? Thinking about a record, something's being recorded. This podcast is being recorded. It's like, this now will always be a record that as long as it exists, we can access. But with the Akashic records, everything always exists. It doesn't erase or get put somewhere else. So we can access it and there's different ways people access it. And so it's either through a very specific prayer, meditation, um, trance states. I always think about like trance dance, you know, and when we access the records, it is embodying and opening to our own soul, our own soul's wisdom. And what I've come to personally, the way I love to think about it is like our soul's nectar. And so all of this information and wisdom of our own soul and its journey that it's been on um, really, really just like drips down into us and like just warms us and nourishes us and offers us um, through a reading, through accessing that and asking questions to our own soul's wisdom, to our own Akashic records, right? Like space records, cloud records. Um, it offers information in ways that our human self and our human mind can't understand or doesn't get because we're so in our human experience but when we're accessing our akashic records we're accessing it from the soul experience and soul perspective so it's like ourselves looking back down on all of our whole entire life to help us make sense of things understand things um, and it can be like you in the records you can access everything from past life information and how is it impacting me in this life um, relationship, intimacy, business, uh, money, Beer moves. Sex, like, yeah, everything. <laughs> um, you want to contact, uh, you know, have some contact with a past loved one. We can absolutely do that. You want to ask about your birth chart and like why your soul chose the certain placements it chose in the, in your birth chart. Yes. Your Akashic records will give you that information. It'll be so specific to only you. So you could come with a question and somebody else comes with the same one, right? What's my life purpose? And like the records will completely give different answers here to be supportive, help you understand, help you gain clarity um, and help you see the bigger picture and get clear on like, oh, this is what's happening. Now I understand it. Now I get it. Now I can heal. Now I can move yes. forward. Yes. And whenever we did our reading together, I felt so like mindful and I felt like everything was like super intentional. So I tried to be very careful with my questions and words because, you know, when you ask vague questions, you get vague answers, right? And I, you know, needed something a little bit more specific uh, to help me decide if, you know, an, an opportunity I've been presented with is indeed the right fit and whether it fits into all aspects of my life and not just compartmentalize into one. Because uh, whenever we were chatting, like, it was, it was very obvious that uh, I can't do just one thing for the rest of my life. And there's so much that we can learn from other experiences and jobs and, and, and sources and stuff. And that really helped me be more intentional with what my, uh, my goals were and what I was looking for in the future long-term. Instead of focusing on just the now, it helped me look forward, like project a little bit forward and I did feel like I was kind of getting in touch with my higher self. Like, again, I already have the answers, you know, it's just, it's just pulling them out. And um, so whenever we first had our initial conversation, I asked you how you got involved with the Akasha, because like, 
like I've never heard of it really until I've seen it pop up on Facebook a few times and then had a in-depth conversation with you about it. And I was just so fascinated by your story on how you discovered the Akasha and how you got involved with, with that. So I'd love to share that story with the listeners. Thank you. I love this story so much. So I'm happy to share it. Me too. It's it's great. Um, (laughs) So basically I was born, I came into this life. That's how it started. But when I was a little kid, I always was like, I need to see the Northern lights and it has to be in Iceland. Didn't know why, didn't know where Iceland was, didn't know anything about it. Just was like, "Eh, that's how, that's what has to happen. So, um, as I, you know, grow up this thing, that's still on the top of my bucket list, have to see the Northern lights has to be in Iceland. So about five to six years ago or so, I became just like super obsessed with um, Vikings, everything, Viking culture, everything, like the show Vikings on right. the channel, right? Like, and I, I mean, who could Vikings. resist Ragnar, right? Like, oh, I know. Love them all. Lagat and though, Bjorn. Right? Like, all of them. Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> all of them love them all Largatha, we can't forget about show. her she's the most badass bitch in the show yeah that like yeah so I had a birthday party based on like Lagatha so <laughs> I was like yeah it was amazing yes yeah, send um, me pictures to that but get, getting, getting yeah. back to why you're so drawn to like Iceland right. yeah so I'm like um so yeah became very obsessed with all of the culture and like was literally just researching all of history, which is, that's not typical for me. I'm not somebody who like dives into that stuff that intensely. And um, we got, my partner and I got gifted a trip there. So it was like such a beautiful gift to go to Iceland um, in uh, March of like 2017. And so we go see the Northern Lights the first night we're there. Oh my God, it was beautiful. That's awesome. Like, I can't believe I'm finally here. Great. Um, but, and I had a beautiful trip there, but when I got home is when really the journey started. I was nauseous for like two and a half months. I knew myself well enough that I knew it was emotional nausea, not something physical happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going on with this? Um, I, I, as much as I can also heal and coach myself through things, I was having the hardest time to figure this out. Right. It's, it's like, through- it's so much easier yeah. to help somebody else's business than to work on your own. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like I can do my stuff, but only to a certain extent, you know? So I have a healing session with somebody where um, the short story of it is I see myself on a boat as a man. I'm like super seasick, like skies are gray, water's gross, green color. It was just a bad scene, but did a lot of healing in that. Sounds like where I live. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The swamps. The swamps. Yeah. So so then fast forward, I'm like at dinner one night with some friends um, slash colleagues who are also amazing healers. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to have tonight. I'm still feeling nauseous. My friend looks at me from across the table and she's like, Christabel, have you ever had an Akashic Records reading? And I'm like, no. And so I knew right away and even have the chills now talking about it to you. Like I had to have a reading with her because she was an Akashic Records reader, a soul, you know, connector here, soul reader. So I go to the session she, I sit down, there's a beautiful opening prayer. She says to bring me into the space and to access my records so she can read them to me. And what do you think she says first thing? So you're on a boat. And I'm like, no shit, I'm on a boat. I've been on a, you know, so the whole story unfolds around being in a very cold, cold climate. I'm a like big dude on a boat with other big dudes. We're all wearing these furs. We're clearly going somewhere. We're definitely on a mission. And so, um, and, and it's just like, the waters are just like wild and and it was just incredible clearly I was very much in the northern part you know like northern Europe kind of um, area 
And then in this life that I had as a past life, as a Viking, that became very clear in the story that that's what was happening. I had a younger brother on the boat with me who fell off and he drowned and I couldn't save him. And I felt so responsible and so like, I wasn't able to let go of the fact that, oh my gosh, I wasn't able to save my little brother. And, and this learned, was, um, I'm sorry, this, the, the little brother thing, was that, uh, in, was that in the reading or is that real, like real life? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, so that's all in the reading. Okay. So I wanted was, to make sure because yeah. like, you didn't mention you had some. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was like a, a past life that came up in the reading of like me being on a boat and she's accessing this scene from this past life I was in from like a long, long time ago. And um, so I was able to, to know the story of why I was so obsessed, why I became so obsessed with all the Viking stuff. And also literally snapping my fingers here, like I snapped my fingers, my nausea healed and never came back. It was like that emotional turmoil of me going and actually stepping foot on Iceland triggered something in my energetic and cellular memory that my mind could not make sense of, but my body knew was part of my soul's truth, part of my soul's story. All that electromagnetic stuff from the Northern Lights really figured it, huh? Yeah. So that's how I got into it. And then I was like, what, this is magic. (laughs) Um, And then I went on to take her training and became an Akashic Records reader and then created my own training. And so, and I weave this into everything I do and it's beautiful work and it helps people actually for the first time in their lives really get things that they might not get. And the records put it in such a simple way. They simplify it and it's all love and compassion. And they're only going to share information that we're actually ready to hear in that particular life moment. So it's only going to be to support us. Yes, I, I remember oh, whenever <laughs> I remember when we were doing our reading together, I was like, I, I think I might have said a couple times, holy shit, I don't think I've told this to anyone yet, really. Yeah. Um, because it's not something I'm ready to really like quite birth into, you know, quite birth into the world. And I have to like be careful with what I put out to the world because I'm a very creative, very uh, go, go, go person, but I do lack on the implementation of things because whenever I do something, it's based off of my core values and you know, not exactly what I'm getting in that moment, but what it can provide for me five, 10 years down the road. And in, in your case, like you had a really strong connection with like your ancestors and past life. In my case, mm-hmm. I was more honing in on, um, you know, on my, my career stuff. That's mostly what I, you know, was revolving around, but it's funny because I think I texted you after we got off the call. I was like, Hey, uh, like my 23 and me app, just update it with like 20 something new relatives. So I don't know if one of my relatives all got like a family kit or something. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like I I just made the connection of, okay, I I didn't really feel like I connected too much with any uh, spiritual, like ancestral stuff, which we'll get to that in a second, but I connected so much with, you know, what I like need in, in that moment. And it really provided like so much clarity to me. But after I got off the phone, I was like, man, I, I really wish I had like, you know, asked more about, you know, the more the ancestral stuff, which of course we could do in another reading. And then like my 23 and me app pops off and it's like, you have like 20 new relatives. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should dive into my ancestral stuff a little, <laughs> a little bit more and learn about it, you know? So that was a, that was an interesting, like takeaway for me. I was like, whoa, this is, yeah. it just kind of like pops up because where your focus goes, your energy flows. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And I, I'm actually um, having a moment where I do remember, even in your reading for a second, some, whatever you were talking about, somehow um, your ancestors just popped up and they had very particular messaging for you where they were like, no, we really want you to know that we're here for you. We love you. We support you. And we want you to feel connected to us, even though you don't know who we are. And um, it was just like, right. These ancestors that were from so, so long ago. Um, it's just yeah. like a hi I'm here when you're ready right. <laughs> like I'm yeah. here don't forget about me right yeah yes I love that and so <clears throat> I know that you have been doing this for 11 years I want to give our listeners a little bit more background on you you said you've been in business for 11 years and doing mm-hmm. massage for four years so you started off with energy work and then transitioned into uh, hands-on body work is that right mm-hmm. That's right. And the funny thing is, yeah, start off with energy work. And then um, I had all of this, this stuff come up for me. I was in grad school. I was on track to be an expressive arts therapist, actually. And um, just, yeah, my own stuff came up. I was like, I need to leave school. I need to like go take care of myself, figure my stuff out. And as literally the week that I left grad school, I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, I'll go check out, you know, massage therapy, maybe I'll become a massage therapist. And then I went to this school locally to me. And on the, like, they were showing me around the school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I was like, no, I love getting massage. I do not want to do massage. So, right. so back, right? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. But I dove into the energy work piece of things. So I have a huge foundation of all various types of energy work, but actually just, I work with whatever, you know, whatever needs to come through in that given moment. is just what I do for the person. So yeah, fast forward coming circled many years later. I like learn Hawaiian Lomi Lomi massage. I'm obsessed with it. It's also very energetic and spiritual before it's even physical, although it is physical body work. And so for me, it just encapsulated everything I love so beautifully. And then from Mm. there, I was like, okay, now I need to go. And I really actually want to go to massage school. So it brought me back full circle. (laughs) So I became a licensed massage therapist. Like shit, I need a license for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, yeah, and, and to like learn more and all of it, you know. Um, so yeah, I went from more of the energetic pieces first and um, all of that into more of the physical pieces and physical body and learning that and then integrating them both because it just feels like we have an energetic body, we have a physical body, emotional body, mental body, mm-hmm. spirit body, like they all need love. <laughs> Let's integrate them. Let's love on them. So yeah, oh. it's been about a good four years or so that I've been an OMT. That is amazing. And the clients that you work on hands-on, how, um, how receptive are they to having that type of energy work and everything in their sessions? Because I know whenever we spoke initially, uh, you had mentioned that you do a lot of virtual sessions as well, which we can get into. Um, but I know for the therapists listening that do hands-on body work who might be interested in learning something about you know, the Akasha or Reiki or any sort of metaphysical, spiritual energy side of things, how did you transition your hands-on clients to want to be receptive to learning or yeah, to learning and to receiving mm-hmm. that type? Do yeah. you just kind of throw it in <laughs> or did you uh, like, how, how was that process for you? Yeah. So I, when people find me or people hear about me or they come to me as a client, they already have a felt sense, one of how I work because it's out there. Um, this is how I work. This is, you know, what we're going to do, but they want it, right? There are people coming to me that are going, but well, I want that kind of work. Um, where we're going to integrate, 
not just not work on just the physical body, but what's happening here is that when we're having a physical pain, ache, something injury, something's happened, it's holding an energetic imprint of something, whether it's an emotion or mm -hmm. a memory first. So what I do in my sessions is I work first and I coach them a little bit through about like what's going on with this pain or discomfort or whatever it may be. We get to the core and the root of what's actually happening that's causing the physical body discomfort or pain. And um, from that, they already have relief before they even get on the table. And then we work the physical body. So I know you didn't ask me, that's what I did, but that's what just came up was to share that process. So basically people, when they come to me, they usually have an idea of how I work because um, they've somehow find me through somebody else or it's on my website, you know, with that. Or um, when they do come to me, I let them know, this is how I work. Are you open to this? Does this feel good? And they're, I've never had anybody that's like, nope, like, don't do that, you know, um, Same thing and, which for is me. fine. Yeah. If they want, yeah. If, if they're not into it, cool. But it's like, this is how I work. And so um, it was just, it's a natural integration too. It's nothing that great. I'm trying to do now that I've just been doing this work for so long. It just naturally happens. Um, but sorry. So you were saying, Oh no, no, no. That, that goes back to something I preach about all the time is about, you know, mindset and manifesting your ideal clients. Like I have zero problem whatsoever getting any client to walk into my door and how you are with um you know energy work and caution astrology is how I am with cupping like I just do it I just implement it right and it just works you know I yeah. don't have to yeah. have that struggle getting people on the table or having to convince people you know it's isn't it crazy it's like therapists think they have to convince people to try cupping or to try a Reiki, but the clients have zero issue at all getting an injection in their back. It just, it's fucking right. mind blowing to me. It's like the worst that can happen is you try it. And if it doesn't help, it's not going to hurt. So, you know, right. so it's, it's definitely been an interesting journey trying to transition um, over the past 10 years, trying to transition my own clientele into, you know, instead of like a la carte services, just transition them into like an all-inclusive experience, which happens to include, um, I don't do any energy work in my own practice because I, I feel like I'm intuitive and I definitely have the potential to, but I feel like I want to learn more and be aware more and yep. study more about it before I start charging clients. So similar to Lomi, um, and I did take an intro to Lomi class at the World Massage Festival, the most amazing instructor, y'all. I have to give a shout out to Miss. Uh, Kumu Brenda at the World Massage Festival. She's the most amazing spirit and soul and teacher and mentor, uh, traditional Hawaiian Lomi. And she gave the most amazing uh, intro experience to Lomi Lomi. And one thing that stood out to me was just the intention setting at the very beginning. It was just so deliberate and intentional and mindful. And even in, so imagine this y'all, I know a lot of y'all listening have been to the World Massage Festival. Chris Beth, I don't know if you've gone yet. I um, it, that's a whole other, I'm, I'm going to do a whole other podcast topic on the World Massage Festival because there's a lot to talk about with it. Um, not as relaxing as it sounds. Uh, it's, it's fun though. So think of this giant hotel conference room with like 20 plus massage tables set up. And there's at least two or three people on each table, right? And they're working on you. I'd never fall asleep during massages because I'm way too picky and I'm always like most therapists, I guess, overanalyzing to try to learn. But I swear to God, in the first uh, five minutes, I believe uh, Jessica Rall, if you're listening to this, I believe you were my partner for this class and Jessica Barnes as well from Badass Body Workers. 
I literally, I like fell asleep in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. I was snoring, falling asleep in the middle of this like fluorescent hotel conference room. <laughs> and even, even like the, you know, we only got like maybe 20 or 30 minutes of Lomi that we would practice on each other, like during the class. So even that short amount of time, my mind was blown and I've never in my life gone to sleep during a massage, like during a CEU class. So that just kind of, that was one reason why I was so drawn to it is because the intention setting and the prayer at the beginning, it just, it made me feel so calm and at ease and like, you know what? everything's okay it's just a little coconut oil <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful and that it's it's all encompassing where we're really setting an intention for you we're inviting in like your connection to your soul to your guides to your ancestors and thanking them we're thanking you for this like showing up to this practice and um, it's so beautiful because it is this opening. It is this beautiful opening prayer to get you into that space before we even actually begin the work. Yes. And of course, the work itself is like infused with like beautiful Hawaiian ancestral. They just drop in and they're just there, you know, energetically to help guide the session. And and Lomi's bringing the beautiful waves over your body, short waves, long waves. Oh my gosh, it's like so yummy. It's it's very stimulating I, I didn't know another word to use but it is in in a good way and um <clears throat> so I wanted to also mention something else I wrote down in my notes because whenever I get a reading from someone or whatever I I tend to want to skip past the the prayer part because I you know I grew up in a I don't know okay I'm gonna tell y'all something that not a lot of people know about me I grew up in like a super Christian background, uh, not, not very, very strict, but my mom definitely was very <clears throat> idealistic, kind of forced us to go to church. And this was a mega church, y'all. I'm in Louisiana. My mom forced me to go to the Jimmy Swaggart church. So anything revolving religion really turned me off. So when people are like, oh, say this prayer, I'm like, no, I'm going to skip that and just get right to the juicy bits. But I found myself not wanting uh, to skip over the prayers and attention setting with all the spiritual stuff that I'm learning recently. And you had mentioned that the opening prayer, um, right. and I guess this could be applied to Lomi as well as, uh, you know, opening the Akashic records, but the opening prayer is kind of like stretching before the workout. You know, you gotta like get your mind ready. You gotta, you, you gotta prep yourself for what's coming. And I had found myself being like, do I really, do I really need to like stay present for, a prayer, you know, for a prayer, but it, it really did help balance and align me. But I thought that was a cool way of describing, you know, what those intention settings and prayers are like. And for me, like going back to the bodywork aspect, it is like stretching before a workout, you have to prep what's coming or you're going to end up sore afterwards and kind of overloaded, I think, and not being receptive to it so the opening prayer that you did for me was just so soothing and balancing and it was you could turn it to a meditation <laughs> really you should turn it to a medication and yeah. we could put it up on <laughs> on badass body workers just joking but it was just it was so beautiful and you know i i want to encourage those members who may be listening who are kind of um not receptive to prayer and intention setting that it really is a wonderful thing and i tend to be extremely turned off by anything involving any sort of religious stuff 
but I didn't feel like it was like religious at all. So I did want to throw that out there for our listeners. If they're anything like me, which I assume a lot of you are, you kind of, when you're learning about something, you're a little bit trepidatious and you're like, what the fuck am I getting into? Like, this is brand new to me. Am I going to be overwhelmed? Is it going to take me further for my goals? But it actually got me a little bit closer because it provided me so much clarity that I needed, at least for this upcoming season, to figure out what the fuck I'm going to be focusing on. And I want to actually share with our listeners too some things I wrote down in my journal, which you saw. I have it right here on the screen. You saw. Thank you. I I love journaling. Um, So the things that came up for me whenever Chris and Beth and I were doing my reading was how extremely important community is to me in many different aspects. And she also, um, you know, we were briefly touching on the ancestral thing and you had mentioned what came up for you and my ancestral uh, like imprint, I guess, was this warrior goddess, which surprise, surprise, y'all does not surprise me at all. Um, but specifically like a, a steampunk sort of rebellious vibe. And I found that really interesting because whenever I go to Comic-Con and all these like cosplay events, I usually steer towards more of the steampunk vibe because it's just such a like, you know, rebellious, like fun thing. So that was really interesting for me. Um, I did ask you a very specific question about my spirit signs because most people have like one or two spirit signs maybe that come up for them repeatedly, but I have like, I have like seven or eight or more that come up all the time. And sometimes I'm like, should I take this seriously? Because I have so many different spirit signs that come up for me. And that helped me reassure that with my personality and lifestyle, like all these different spirit signs were meant for me. I don't have to just choose one. I can hone into what each individual one is telling me at the time. Um, you know, doing the reading helped me realize how much my soul in my body, my physical body, um, which I like to call our meat suit, by the way. So my meat suit, <laughs> that sounds so gross. Uh, it needs like a lot of nourishment and growth. And something that came up really heavily several times was you kept saying, um, you know, my, like my records were showing the juxtaposition between my inner growth and my self-growth and also taking a deep pause at the same time. So that was really interesting for me to have that, um, you know, that Libra scale of both of those, like both the growth and pausing and, you know, forging forward and recentering and, you know, just connecting with things and focusing on my mental wellness. And it really solidified all the things that I knew that I needed to do. But what really stood out to me the most from our reading was the spirit sign thing for me, because I have a ton of them and just, you know, the being able to grow and take a pause at the exact same time, because people always think it's one or the other, like you're either in the growth phase or you're in the hibernation phase. So So yeah, that was, it was just lovely for me. So I wanted to share with our listeners the stuff I wrote down in my journal, the reflections from the reading. Um, And I know it's going to be different for, for each person, but if you're open to it, Chris, I'd love to um, have, I'd love to, I don't want to say like, tell us more about readings that you've done with other people who are massage therapists, but I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. I have no idea what a reading would look like for someone else or what they can expect. So for listeners who might be like, oh my God, I really want to try this. My soul's been reaching out for something. I think this may be it. I need to talk to Cressa Beth right now. Um, What can can they expect that 
process to be like, I mentioned the opening prayer, which was so beautiful to me, but when listeners come to you for a reading, um, how does that process look like for them? What, what can they expect to, uh, I guess, like time-wise, like how much time would they need to mark off their schedule? Do you recommend that they have a journal with them, a certain mindset, like explain to us a little bit the yeah. setting, which you do your readings in. Yeah, totally. Um, it's beautiful because, right, we can do this over the phone. We can do this over Zoom. It can be like I'm doing a lot of my work virtually these days. Um, so even before we would meet, I would have you create a list of questions that you want to bring. So I have a sheet that I always share with everybody that um, will have a specific way to ask questions. And please know that when we're accessing your records, literally, literally every topic in life and in spirit is on the table, like every topic. This isn't just like some like, oh, I just want, I can only go to this particular reading for this, right? It is literally all encompassing. So you can bring anything and everything you want. So there's some prep work also. So you have a sense of like what, what you'd like to talk about. Um, you come to the session. It's up to you if you want to do an hour or an hour and a half or a combination session. Are we doing an astro Akashic session? Are we doing some energy work with us with, with an Akashic session? The works. So Give know. me the works. I know <laughs> All so of it. Combine things. Yeah. And do like lots of level, different level healings. And then when we meet, we always chat for a minute at the beginning, just like, you know, I want to check in. I want to see how your heart is doing. How are you today? What's going on? Is there anything you need me to know right now? Or do you have any questions before we actually begin? Anything about the Akashic, if you don't know much about it, I'm happy to always share more, of course. And then with the prayer, I'm glad you brought that up because it's very, yeah, it's non, what, like non, non, non-secular. Yeah. Yeah. Non-secular. I'm like, what's What's happening here? So it's very, very much literally just about allowing you, inviting you to land into the space, to take some breaths and we're honoring you. So it's actually an honoring for you and for your ancestors, for the guides of the Akashic records and the guardians of the Akashic records who keep this beautiful energetic, um, you know, like these imprints in this this space um, where we get to access it, like keeping it and then bringing it out when it's ready, when we're ready to, when I'm ready being the reader here to connect to that and channel the information. Um, and we're really also the importance of honoring the indigenous and rightful stewards of the lands that we are on as part of that as well, because that feels important. And um, the history of all the teachers that have come before us and in all the ways that they have um, brought this information forward as well is very important too. So it's really just like, Hey, let's take a breath. Let's ground. We're going to just honor everything and all things here. And then once we open the records, I always receive. And so I'm a channel at heart. This is like, no matter what work I'm doing, I'm channeling information from your guidance, from the spirit realm. And they always give me something to offer you. So I might see something feel something or hear something. And so I'd be like, yeah, so Rebecca, your ancestors are showing me up and are showing up and they're telling me this, they want you to know this or, oh yeah, your soul is showing up as this like really fun dressed steampunk person who is sharing this specific message to you. And then from there, we just open the floor to allow you to just one by one in whatever order feels right, ask your questions. And it's an open conversation that you get to have with your own soul's wisdom with your own soul's greater perspective of things. And the ways that I like to think about this is that um, say you're walking in the woods 
and you're human walking in the woods and you're on this beautiful path, but you can only see the path in front of you. You can only see the trees around you. And we only have that human perspective on things. So with the records, as we open to our soul's wisdom in your reading, you're seeing the whole forest. You're seeing everything around you. Oh, there's different paths I can take. I didn't know that. Right. It like wakes things up in a way. It affirms things that you might already know. Um, oh, I did want to take that path. My records let me know that like this could be an outcome if I take that path. So they're very affirming, like you experienced. Um, and again, because you're bringing whatever you want to ask, every single reading is always different. And I know I, I was thinking like, <laughs> oh man, I really need to do a reading to get in touch closer with my ancestors, especially since my um, <clears throat> my genetic history and my DNA and family stuff has been on the forefront of my brother and I's mind because we're trying to uncover a lot of stuff from our childhood and ancestors and we're finding out shit that we don't like. So it's, it's definitely pretty, pretty uh, challenging as well. And yeah, it, I feel like I need to do one on getting in touch with my ancestors and also another one uh, involving just I've had a very interesting and very challenging and very, um, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but my love life is, I could write a whole fucking book on it. And part of me is like, well, is there something that I'm missing? Like maybe my records can show telling me why I am having such not issues, but um, just blockages, I guess, in my romantic life and everything. So I thought about yeah. like getting another reading about that in particular to like kind of uncover some stuff as well and I've been keeping notes on some questions and stuff I have in mind so that might be fun to do in the future as well mm -hmm. yeah a lot of people actually come with um with romance uh relation just re relationships in general mm -hmm. what's going on with my con my soul contract you would say with this person what's going on with this relationship how are how are they my teacher how am I teaching them um what's what's just like what's the deal you know so um, and, and also too, like, why am I having a hard time? I would like this, but it's not happening. Okay. Well, there's definitely something here that your soul would share. That would be very, very specific to your own soul's journey as to why that's happening. And so it really gets to be known and can be cleared once you have that information through reading. Yes. And yeah. Also for our listeners, uh, we are on Zoom right now and you can't see this, but in the back, Chris Beth has, has this big ass crystal ball. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. I keep staring at it and I'm like, when are you going to bring the crystal ball out? You know, it's, it's beautiful. Y'all, I highly recommend Chris Beth for a reading. She's amazing. And she really helped me understand, you know, what is the Akashic Records, how to wrap my hands around something that is it's hard for us to uh, wrap our head around um, the intangible things because you can't really touch it. You have to really get out of your physical body and be in tune with stuff. And it's, it's just so interesting. So something that was extremely overwhelming to me at first is now completely comprehensible for me. And I was actually in uh, Books a Million a couple of days ago and I was looking for a new card deck. Uh, for myself, did not find one for myself, but I found the perfect one for my assistant. <laughs> but while I was in the card reading section, um, I had dropped my phone and I've been down to pick up my phone. And when I looked up, like when I looked at eye level, the bookshelf, it was staring right at me. Idiot's Guide to Akashic Records. <laughs> what? I, 
I meant to tell you that the other day. I meant to take a picture of it. Oh my gosh. It. Yeah. 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 But that just proves, you know, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So yeah, I was yeah, like, oh yeah. man, Chris Smith would find this so incredibly amusing yeah. as a sign. I love it. But I want to go ahead and wrap up so all of our yeah, amazing listeners yeah. can get excited and click the links below to find where to get in touch with you. But uh, you guys, both of us are on Facebook. Obviously, I'm at Badass Body Workers and Krista Beth is at Soulfully Nourishing and at Krista Beth Lee, which I will put the links in the show notes for you to have easy access to us. But I highly, highly recommend a reading. And if you have any questions about the Akasha, it's so it's so um, eye-opening and just clarifying to speak on this and which is funny because whenever we first started talking I was like look I'm gonna do a podcast episode on this but I don't know what the fuck it is so let's let's have a conversation about it before so I can understand it because it's so hard to explain something to someone that you don't understand yet and that really 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 helped me out and I think it's so inspirational because there's so many of as fellow body workers who are implementing more energetic practices and modalities into our body work sessions, whether it be in person or virtual. And you're just such an inspiration for that. And, you know, proves it can be done. Yay. Um, of course y'all can follow us online, but I also like to ask our guests, uh, like what is something right now that you've been reading or that you're into right now? That's really been, opening up your mind about stuff do you have any like a business hack or a tidbit of info maybe you learned from a book or a podcast or recently maybe an oracle deck that you just got that you're being familiar with (laughs) I'm like I have so many answers to all those questions so what I will say (laughs) is that well first before I even answer that I want to come back really quick and thank my teacher Liz Varney I fucking love Liz she's awesome and it's because of her that I got to, and I get to be where I am today um, with the Akashic and what it's brought my life. And so one of the answers I'll give to that is that um, through, through casting my own business birth chart, I went back and figured out my business Wait, there's birth business date. birth charts too? Yes. Shit. Okay. We're going to yeah. talk later. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so I casted my business birth chart and then I started opening, not my personal records to ask about business, So my business name is Soulfully Nourishing, right? But I started opening the records of Soulfully Nourishing and that fucking energy is so powerful. I like, that's what guides me. Oh God, I'm scared. It's like, there's so much with badass body workers. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the most amazing way. Like one thing that I want people to know is that the information is only going to be supportive and loving and compassionate and like, and like amazing. It's going to set your heart on fire. It's never going to be anything that is like, bad or you know anything like that so um that is like one of my biggest has been one of my biggest aha so I literally have business meetings with soulfully nourishing and she lets me know I like to meet on Wednesday mornings at this time and we're going to get together and we're going to talk about business and go over things and here's the thing so much of the time Rebecca she's like I just want are you drinking enough water today Christabeth like she's actually like I need you to take care of yourself so so I can channel through you and work through you to get this work into the world. So you need to take care of your own self to have yes. this work happen. Um, so I'll say that, that casting a business birth chart and looking at my business birth chart 
and opening my own business records, which we can do in a reading as well, and receiving information that way, which is so powerful. Again, makes me think about things I've never thought of before, simplifies things for me, helps open pathways and roads to things that maybe I wasn't considering. I'm like, holy shit, you gotta be kidding me. But this stuff is so real. So I'll also share the Oracle deck I got recently, yes. right? Again, people can't see this, but I'm showing Rebecca the Starseed Oracle. Love it. It's um, beautiful. Funny enough, it's gorgeous. The images are gorgeous. The messages are incredible. I knew nothing about this deck, but when I got it and I got home, I opened it, you know, like all these decks come with books. I never look at the books. I just follow my own thing and my intuition, yes. but my, um, so I started playing with it. My partner took it out and looked at the book and sure as shit in the beginning of the book, there is a really beautiful, um, I guess you would say prayer in a way where you would use the deck and say this prayer with the deck that involves Akasha. I saw that I too. that. <clears throat> Yeah, I was like, you can't, I can't make this shit up. Like, so the deck is also bringing in that energy that is the part of the field, the energetic field. We are all a part of in every single moment. We're not separate from it. It's within us. And so um, the Starseed Oracle is a beautiful, beautiful deck that I highly recommend. Yes, and we'll link it below as well. Mm -hmm. Any yeah. books you're reading right now or that you have recently that have really made like a wham, like impact on you? Um, I'm super, besides being obsessed with the Akashic Records, which everybody in my life who knows me knows that. Really? Um, I'm also you? <laughs> really me now. <laughs> I'm really obsessed with, um, with astrology. So I always have, and in my, in my house, we have like all these bookshelves with books, but I have a very particular section that's just all my astrology stuff. So I'm always reading about astrology and I'm always listening to podcasts on astrology and anti-racism work. So that's the other big piece that um, for a very long time now I've been, you know, listening to things around that and, um, and talk about business, like how are the ways that I'm doing things like based on capitalism and racism and like, how is that just, and it's, it's part of the fabric as we know of our, that's how humanity is. So yes. Great. How humanity is unfolding. And of course, yeah. you know, you working so deeply with like ancestors and stuff, that's a right. crucial part to be aware yeah. of. It's not yeah. something we can just sweep under the rug and mm -hmm. talk about later. Um, <laughs> I promise we'll wrap up. I do have one question for you. Um, yeah. this business birth chart thing, I know I'm not the going to be the only person intrigued by it how does it work because I know with your normal birth yeah. chart you're like give me your birth certificate and that is pretty much what you need is this like a uh what date did you start your LLC established on and then it goes off of that or like what is the yeah. process behind doing a business birth yeah. chart as opposed so, to a regular one yeah so it can be different for everybody so the very first thing that I had learned was Reiki and what I did was I went back and I started using it right away. So I went back and I, and I saw the date that I graduated from my level two Reiki certificate and got my Reiki certification. Um, and so when I did that, that was like the date that I based it on. And then it intuitively just felt right of like, this is when soulfully nourishing was born. I think I already had soulfully nourishing, but then I got to really begin to practice more. And then, it, so that's where it started. And then it's been booming, you know, like building and booming since then. But um that's how for me personally, it wasn't like the date I got the LLC, which you can definitely go off of that date. We've opened my business partner records because they're also an entrepreneur. And we go off the date that the business actually started when they yes. actually got the official paperwork on things. Yes. So that helps. It can and be totally different. 
And you're uh, just curious, your partner, what do they do for a living? Are they also a body worker or in the energy field? Like how, how does that play into your day-to-day as well? Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Um, they are actually uh, therapists and they specifically work with- Like talk the, therapy? Yeah, talk therapy. And they also co-direct a practice in Boston called Safety. And their specialty is all like all LGBTQ, anything and everything from like kids to groups, to couples, to single, to like they, them and their, their group practice that they co-direct um, offer just incredible services and support to wherever you are on this sexuality or like, you know, gender spectrum and needing that support. Um, they do it. They're, they're amazing. They use the pronouns themselves and um, are on that, you know, spectrum That is amazing, it, so. especially because yeah. I know, I know we have several members in Badass Body Workers who uh, specifically focus on all female or, right. you know, with that demographic. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. There is so many ways to approach things and do things and speak to people and yeah. all this stuff. It's, it's so interesting. So thank you for the yeah. reminder yeah. to interview another fellow member about, you know, working with that demographic as well, but we're yeah. going to go ahead and wrap up <laughs> that way. Our listeners can go ahead and <clears throat> get in touch with you about some record readings as well as a business birth chart, which I'm definitely going to do because I am utterly fascinated. Like I don't, <laughs> I feel sometimes I'm like, I don't need to know any more stuff about myself. It's too confusing. But now my business, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need some direction with that. So everyone, uh, that's what we have for you today. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to our show and check out the links in the show notes. And again, I do want to give a special shout out to your partner, Chris Beth, and of course your mentor, Liz Barney. I think it's really important to give acknowledgement and gratitude to those people who've helped propel us forward. And I, I love it. Like I love hearing people just give so much gratitude and stuff. So everyone be grateful. I'm very grateful for your subscription to our podcast as well. And if you have any questions, reach out to us and have an abundant day. Thank you. Of course. Bye. Okay, badasses, that's what I have for you today. If you have any other tips or tricks or ideas, please be sure to send them over to me at badassbodyworkers at gmail.com or send me a voice memo on Facebook.